Good day, good day, good day. Welcome to another exciting uh, caffeinated episode of Coffee Conversations. I am Father David. And I'm Deacon Bob. Deacon Bob, what's the word? The word is second cup of coffee. I guess that's more of a phrase. (laughs) That's true. You use more words than letters, but you got... uh, I got a little figure on your, I do. On your coffee mug, too. My son, when he was younger, I don't know, he must have been about 20, mm-hmm. got me this Tasmanian Devil One Cool Dad cup. <laughs> I'm not sure if I was the Tasmanian Devil. <laughs> nice. I don't know. He was. I don't know. I don't know but trying to lead you on there. We, we like the Tasmanian <laughs> Devil. <laughs> wow. You know? Or whatever the, <laughs> whatever the noise just is. Just kind of like, yeah. It's just kind of whirl. Spins around. Whirlwind. Did you have a favorite cartoon? Growing up, Johnny Quest. Johnny Quest. That's been. Have you a ever while. heard? Yeah. Wow. I can't visualize it, but I know that it was always kind of like magical, mystical, <clears throat> scientific. Sure. Kind of. His dad was a scientist. Yeah. So. Johnny Quest. <laughs> it reminds me to think of Johnny Bravo, but not the <laughs> not the same. <clears throat> um, yeah. What did I watch? Uh, admittedly, I was a part of the the Yu Gi Oh and Pokemon. Kind of age, although those are still a thing. They are. Like they have 20, still have cards. Twenty and... years later, that was like at the beginning of kind of all that. Wow. But oh yeah, Saturday morning cartoons. Right. Yeah, ours. I, I was never got into Pokemon. When I was real young, I remember watching Arthur. So that was. Oh okay. Arthur the Aardvark. Mm-hmm. So that was that was when I was well a wee lad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, cartoons are fun. You know, it's just it. It's just different. It takes you out of the world, kind of, you know, just, I don't know, just you use your imagination and have these characters. And I mean, so it's, we love storytelling. It doesn't matter whether it's a cartoon or not, but yeah. just kind of gets you to think about other things. And they're a lot different than when I was little, because it was like the um, Roadrunner mm-hmm. and the Coyote, and mm-hmm. I think they were a lot more violent. <laughs> a little bit. Well, I, actually, now that I think about it, Tom and Jerry. Yeah. That was, that, yeah. that's the best. So that's the best watching cast and mouse, cat and mouse. <laughs> but yeah, cartoons, cartoons are good. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a cartoon. But if you do, you know anything about the Lord of the Rings? You know, I do a little bit. I watched it on TV, mm-hmm. but Tolkien is too dark for me. Oh yeah. So what I did think you? We might have briefly talked about this before, I but so, I only, yeah. that only jogged my memory because um, they have the the new TV series Amazon is doing, uh, the Rings of Power. Oh, so really? it's like the precursor, you know, to the world of the Lord of the Rings, oh, that's where it's cool. like cause you have all these rings of power. Obviously, it's the origin of how the the rings, the rings. which play a big deal in the story, um, how they kind of come to be and things. So it's like an eight part kind of series. Oh, and it's a cartoon. No, it is not a cartoon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just on TV. That was my only jump. Okay, <laughs> it was like, I was like, I was like, what have I watched on TV recently? <laughs> so, so that. Good. But. Um, yeah, it's we could I could probably have one of my one of my classmates, Father Kevin Fox, who is uh, at uh, St. Charles Borromeo. I could we could probably have like ten podcasts on, uh, on Lord of the, the Rings. Lord of the Rings. He's read every Tolkien thing like I've probably ever. Well, more or less. Yeah, very good. But those who are into it are very into it. Yeah, but but it's kind of a the mystical realm, kind of the kind of the spiritual mm-hmm. realm, kind of brought brought to the this kind of fantasy world. So, and yeah. there's a lot of very deep truths, obviously, that Tolkien brings out in, in his literature so it's 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 resonated with so many people over time and one of his really good friends and writing buddies was uh, c.s lewis mm-hmm. so he wrote um the chronicles of narnia which right. are still very deep truths but 
They're yeah. a little bit lighter. No, no, no orcs. No orcs. No Mount Mountain Doom. No, no Mordor. Mordor, Mor- Mordor. That's true. But there is a crucifixion slash resurrection type scene. So. Yeah, the journey, mm-hmm. the journey of the battle between good and evil, for yeah. sure. But well, speaking of the, the spiritual realm, we just had a we had just had a feast uh, yesterday. So we're recording this on Friday the thirtieth. What, uh, what was our feast yesterday? Yesterday was the feast of um, the archangels. So St. Gabriel Parish celebrated, and we're going to carry it through till Sunday. Yeah. Um, the yeah. feast of the archangels and right. St. Gabriel. Gabriel, Michael, and Raphael. So happy, happy feast. Indeed. Thank you, too. Happy feast. Uh, yeah, this, I suppose this, I suppose this feast for me kind of means a little bit because my first parish is St. Gabriel's. Mm-hmm. My, uh, so at the end of the seminary, you're, you're a deacon in a parish for a year. And oh, that was, uh, I forgot. That was yeah. St. Raphael's over on the west side of Cleveland, Bay Village. Shout out. I'm Father Tim. Yeah. Father Tim Grow. And then my confirmation name is St. Michael. So, oh, very good. So you might I'm end like, up at St. Michael's in Independence. Tri- trifecta. So maybe I'm going to Holy Angels or, yeah, St. Michael. I don't know. <laughs> That's pretty good. I, so, I never put those two together. Yeah, I have a lot of angels watching over me. So thank God because <laughs> I need it. Very good. But yeah, so it's our, it was our feast day. So. We're going to talk a little bit about angels today, uh, a little bit about Michael, Gabriel, and, and Raphael, and, and then maybe where we, where have we experienced, you know, maybe some angelic activity uh, in our lives. Mm-hmm. So, so did you do anything for the do anything for the feast? We did. We um, I had mass last night with Father Fred. Yeah, and um, so he said, "Well, do you want to preach?" It's like sure. Yeah. Well, we had an anointing for a parishioner who's going in for surgery, mm-hmm. and we talked about. Um, the different qualities of the angels and what is it, what's that quality that we need in God from God's love in our lives. Mm-hmm. And Raphael, I think means God heals. Yeah. Um, yeah. So real quick. So, so all the, all the, well, Michael, Gabriel and Raphael are the only ones who have names. Um, we know there are countless angels mm-hmm. uh, in, in heaven. You're ministering to us here on earth. Um, that's, that's a reality. There's only three who are named Michael, whose name means who is like God, Gabriel, whose name means the strength of God, and Raphael, uh, whose name means God's remedy. Mm-hmm. So that's what we looked at last night, was asking God's love to be present through the angels in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we did the anointing after Mass, which was really, really powerful. Mm-hmm. So it was almost um, the angel orchestrating yeah. this mass along with the anointing and we didn't know that when we scheduled it right so and really i mean so even with the context i mean the mass we believe we talked about that a little bit on the podcast the significance of of the mass and the eucharist you know the source and summit of what we do uh, as catholics i mean we really and truly believe we're surrounded by the the saints and the angels when we're when we're doing mass because i mean they're worshiping god along alongside us well, isn't one of the lines right before the Holy Holy together with all the angels and saints we pray? Right, um, right. And I think we skip that. Well, we don't skip it, but do we realize it? We miss it. You do know? we? Do we realize it? Well, and, and that's we say a lot of things at mass. Yeah, <laughs> we, we say a lot miss. of very, we say a lot of very <laughs> profound things. Do we realize what we're saying? For mm-hmm. sure, for sure. Um, or even in the older churches, they would have pictures of angels. Mm-hmm. You know, like what? What's the reality that is out there that we can't see? that those pictures helped us to remember. Yeah. And I think in some of our newer churches, we don't have those pictures, so that reality kind of fades mm-hmm. away in our... Yeah. In our... And it doesn't come to our mind as maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe as much. 
Yeah, I think I was thinking about it. It's like there's probably, I mean, besides certainly Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, and 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 the crucifix, probably there's no more popular Christian image than an angel, right? Yeah, and it it crosses like, all angels, denominations. Angels have been like depicted in churches probably more than because you have, certainly you have the saints, but there's always angels accompanying. There's always angels accompanying the saints, Mary, Jesus, Joseph, like kind of all the people. Yeah, and in society, it shows up. I don't know if you remember the show um, "Touched by an Touched Angel." By an angel. I did not. I didn't. I wasn't a faithful watcher, but that, uh, I mean, it was great. Yeah, um, yeah, because it tried to make that <clears throat> presence of God and angels, uh, um, yeah, re- where they you could realize it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, angels. It's it's a it's kind of a kind of a big deal within within the Christian story. Within certainly in the scriptures, angels are everywhere. Um, in the Old Testament and the New Testament, there's there's references to angels. I don't know how many references there are to angels. I suppose we could you could look that up uh, mm-hmm. on uh, on Google. But uh, and 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 in our modern world, it is something that it kind of stands out as a strange teaching uh, or strange belief um, because at times we can be we're very um, in the modern world we're kind of we're very scientific, right? Mm-hmm. And there's some people that are like super scientific uh, in the sense that. There's almost this thought that only what we see is real. Only right. what we can observe or measure uh, is really real. That that's what we can know. Um, anything outside of that, we can't really know is is true. But as Christians, we believe a spiritual realm exists, and it doesn't just exist, but it can it can be knowable, you know. And 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 certainly God, I mean God Himself exists in that realm. That we have evidences of God around us, certainly. I mean, the fact that we exist, the fact that we walk walk a, a beautiful planet that had to come from somewhere, but God exists in that spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. So it kind of, that kind of, that, that belief kind of flies in the face of, if you will, no pun, no pun intended, yeah. of this kind of like, this hyper science kind of age we live in. Sometimes, I love seventh graders because they know everything, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's just like, no, I know everything. And, they really don't. It's when you become like a 25-year-old or a 28-year-old, you realize, I don't know it all. And I think sometimes science is like a seventh grader. You know, we know it all. Well, right. they we just put that big telescope out there and the, I forget, Webb's telescope. Oh, yeah. The, that's looking farther than we could ever think of before. So Millions of years, yeah, billions like, of years back in time, which is well, kind of like mind-blowing to me. Yeah. But, right, sure. And this is where it ends. Well, no, not till the next telescope comes and we look even farther back. Um, yeah. And I think it's like that with our faith. We think, well, I got all the answers. Well, no, not really. Yeah. You know? Well, and science is good, right? Uh, and, and truthfully, mm-hmm. we, we have we have science because of the church. And I think we did. Did we do mm-hmm. a podcast? We on did. That? Okay. We have science because of the church. And if you want to go look at that, go look at our our, our faith and science podcast. But um, science is good, right? But science is only one way of knowing things, right? right. It's it's one way, uh, which is a very good way. It's a very helpful way. But there's other ways of, of knowing. Like, if, if I were to ask you, like, how do you know that you love your wife, right? Mm-hmm. You can't prove that scientifically, no. right? You can't measure that. You can't put a number to that. Like, you know it's true. Obviously, it is true. You're mm-hmm. married to her. You're, yep. you, know, you love her. But, yeah, how do you know? So to say that knowing is beyond just what we can measure. And science can, can look at a cake that I made. Mm-hmm. 
but science can tell me why I made that cake, that mm. it was for our anniversary. For sure, yeah. Um, and I think that's a lot of times where the struggle comes in is we can we can see mm-hmm. the thing, but we don't know what it means mm-hmm. or what the meaning behind it is. Yeah, but yeah, a little tangent. So uh, angels, uh, we believe, um, so they're spiritual, non-corporeal beings. What does that mean? So they're spiritual uh, and they don't have bodies, right? Right. Uh, even though we've depicted them as like little baby, little, little chunky babies with small wings, you know, kind of flying around, right? Or kind of like big, strong, or big wings, <laughs> right? No the feet. Other. They never seem to have feet. Um, oh yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know. I've never looked. I guess I'll have to paint. I would have now. to look at the, yeah. Right. Angels have feet. Right. Um, so <clears throat> even though that's our human representation, like again, we've talked about mystery mm-hmm. on this podcast. Like, it's kind of a mystery as to what angels are. And obviously we can't see them, so we. But as human beings, we naturally want to have an image to it, you know, to right. attach to. So there's this kind of the sense that they have wings uh, that they can fly, <laughs> because so not having bodies, like God, they're not bound by space or time, uh, or any of those things, right? Like we are because we have we have bodies, so uh, so they can live and move and do all, all kinds of things. So. We kind of depicted them with angels because that seems to make sense to Mm -hmm. our minds what would allow them to do that, right? So, and I think, I think why, like, you know, like why babies too? I think there's something of innocence and a a purity, you know, to angels we kind of imagine. And I think there's an innocence and a purity to to little cherubs. To to little cherubs, (laughs) too. Like... Uh, my Italian mother who, or mother-in-law who's got like the little cherubs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's an Italian thing or just a God thing. It could be. Could be. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, certainly there's a lot of cultural uh-huh. kind of things kind of wrapped up in that. But so angels and so angels, why do we have angels? Because God wants to express his love to us in, in various ways. God wants to help us and assist us in life. We can find ourselves in times of, of need mm-hmm. uh, in all kinds of ways. And St. Gregory the Great he says this, You should be aware that the word angel denotes a function uh, rather than a nature. Those holy spirits of heaven have always deed and been spirits. They can only be called angels when they deliver some message. Moreover, those who deliver messages of lesser importance are called angels. Those who proclaim message, messages of supreme importance are called archangels, right? Yeah, I always wondered what the archangel meant. Yeah. You know, it's like they just spend more time. They're higher up the, the, <laughs> higher up the ladder. Higher, yeah, the higher yeah. up the ladder of importance. Mm-hmm. So. For sure. Yeah, I mean, and to say, like, we talked about the church before. The church exists as a hierarchy, you mm-hmm. know, kind of here on earth. Well, the church exists in a hierarchy, you know, in heaven too. Like, it's, we're not just making this up. <laughs> like, it's a it's a thing. There are we hear there are ranks of angels. You know, there's all kinds of cherubim, cherubim, you know, kind of all the things. But right, you know, they're higher up the ladder because of you know Gabriel is the one that delivers the message to Mary that mm-hmm. she is to be the mother, you know, of Jesus. Like, kind of a big deal, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, in relation to the other angels. Um, not necessarily better than the other angels, but just denoted because of his, his role, the role. Mm-hmm. because of his role, right? So, yeah, it's, it's rather, rather interesting, but they all have, uh, they all have um, a message to do. They all have a, a, a mission to do, to, to, to minister to us. Have you, have you had any kind of experiences of, of angels in your life or something you could say happened that maybe, like, maybe that was God through an angel? 
I remember when we were little, we all went to the beach. And my dad, like, and my cousins were all crammed in this car. There was a bunch of us. And it was before seatbelt rolls. So we're all crammed in this car. We're driving down this, like, tar road. And it was raining. And we hit the slick patch. And there was a huge ditch on the side of the road. We skipped over the ditch and ended up in a cornfield. Wow. We really should have been in the ditch upside down. Yeah. And, and all I remember my dad saying was, obviously, the, our guardian angels kind of picked this car up and put it where it needed to be. I mean, it was pretty profound. Yeah. And I don't think I was that old. Wow. Um, maybe 10. And it, it's one of those memories that are just, like, profound. How about you? Yeah. I mean, for your dad to connect that for you, mm-hmm. right? Someone without faith maybe would see it as circumstance. Yeah. As just, okay, well, this is just got really lucky, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but... I mean, it's to say, you know, if God loves us and wants to provide for us, why wouldn't, why couldn't it be, you know, that he worked through one of his angelic creations, mm-hmm. right? How about you? Yeah, for me, um, yeah, when I was preaching about this yesterday, I, um, a, a memory came to my mind of uh, probably when I was about maybe 11, 10, 11 years old. So we lived on a cul-de-sac. So it's not a not a through street, right? Mm-hmm. So again, it kind of goes down and kind of turns around and everything. So we would spend a lot. We were always able a lot to to play on, on our street because there wasn't a lot of through traffic. It was just yeah. the people who lived on our street. But in the winter time, you know, the snowplow trucks would pile all the snow at the at the end of the street. So it was, of course, prime location. Yeah, for you know, sled to, riding. <laughs> yeah, to play sled riding, but to make snow forts to you know just do it because yeah. you had all that snow piled up. Uh, you know, minus the dirt, the road dirt and all that, you know, whatever. Was it in the middle of we the, were fine. the cul-de-sac or just on the side, like yes. somebody's yard? Um, it kind of, so it, it, it was kind of in the street slash on the devil strip. Have you heard of the devil strip no. before? Uh-uh. So it's, this is an Akron thing. Oh, okay. So it's it's the strip of grass between the road and the sidewalk. Oh, we call that a tree lawn. A tree lawn, right. <laughs> Clevelanders call it a tree lawn. We call it a devil strip. <laughs> Uh, I think because it's like technically you don't own it; it's owned by the city, but you have to co- take have care to, of it. But you have to mow the, you have to cut it and take care of it. I think so. I I think that's the origin. But anyway, all the snow was piled up, and so we were allowed to go play. Well, my brother Dylan kind of went down there by himself one afternoon, Ooh. right? And well, a snow pile came and didn't see him, Ooh. and he was he was buried in the snow. Holy cow! We were all up at the house. My dad wasn't home. I think he was at work. Um, so, But my brother Alex, who was probably like maybe five or six at this time, he, now you could maybe understand this as coincidence, right? He happened to see Dylan go down that way. He happened to see the snowplow. But he came in and said like, hey, Dylan's not, you know, he said something like, you know, like Dylan's not okay. Like Dylan's in trouble. Like, and he's pretty young at this point, right? And so we, we ran down there, called, you know, 911 and everything. And long story short, he ended up being fine, you know, praise God. And, but to be, you know, buried is a, I mean, it's a bad if thing. that hadn't happened right yeah. then, it could have been a lot worse, oh, yeah. obviously, very quickly. So I think they got him out in a number of minutes. But, so, could have been coincidence. But, like, for him to be that young, like, why couldn't it have been, like, no, an angel came to him and said, like, hey, go tell mom that Dylan's mm-hmm. not okay, right? Uh, and 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 praise God because because He's around today and 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 yeah. But I just that came to came to my mind as 
as, as a situation which, yeah, you know what? I think this was this was God speaking in a very real way. And I think everybody has some type of angel stories, mm-hmm. if not many yeah. angel stories. And sometimes it's in, in reflecting that we think about, like, mm-hmm. okay, well, this happened, this happened, you know. And I should not be okay. Yeah. Um, but I think we, we're back to, like, the miracles, you know, mm-hmm. like... So if things didn't turn out the way you hoped they would, don't think that God doesn't love you or you're not good enough or you're not sure. holy enough. Sure. Um, yeah. I don't know why things happen the way they happen or angels show up when they do. But they just do. They do. And for those times, we're thankful and mm-hmm. thankful for those people that experience that. Yeah. And it can happen in big ways. It can happen in small ways. It's. I think it is in like reflecting sometimes that we notice grace that we notice maybe some of these happenings and i guess we don't realize what we don't realize yeah <laughs> you know we don't realize how much god is working because we can just be kind of plugging away at our lives and this and that but the benefit the goodness to to reflect upon that and take that to prayer right mm-hmm. i know when my kids were in college and i would get reports of they're walking down some crazy street that they shouldn't be and they would sometimes call me, hello, I'm lost. <laughs> I'm 500 miles away. Um, I would just pray that their angels would wrap up my kid in their wings and mm-hmm. keep them safe. Yeah. Because I had no other image to help protect them, mm-hmm. you know, and, and yeah. God seemed to do good things through his angels because everybody turned out okay. Right. So. Yeah. Totally. And just kind of one kind of one last thought, too. So angels are spiritual beings. Um, they're kind of whole, a whole category uh, to, to themselves. Uh, they exist for um, to send God's messages, to do God's work kind of, kind of in this world. So there's a huge difference between angels and human beings. Right. We're different kinds uh, of things, right? Um, obviously, we have bodies. Angels don't. That's, a, that's a kind of a big deal, right? And I think I just want to kind of touch upon this because sometimes there can be this tendency to kind of make the two this very similar. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and we've heard this phrase before, you know, especially particularly when, when someone passes away, right? It's a very difficult time. You're grieving, you know, you, you love this person. Um, there's a great hope, you know, that, an expectation, hope that, that they're in heaven. But sometimes we've heard people say like, well, you know, now... Grandma is, you know, an, an angel up in heaven. It's like, that's obviously not a time to say something. Yeah. But that's not exactly true. We we don't turn into angels when we go to heaven because we're human beings. Mm-hmm. It actually highlights the, the supreme importance of, like, that God created us in a very particular way. I think it's trying, the people are trying to say something good about certainly someone who's died and uh, that they're in God's presence. I think that's kind of, that's right. what is... is is meant right and they still watch over us and they still pray for us but they're still a human person not an angel right but i think as the definition of angel was a messenger of god it was their role not just Mm -hmm. their nature right that we can be messengers of god's love yeah we can be angels we can be angelic right but we don't become angels. Angels, right. Like, literally. So, and I know we're splitting hairs on that, but it's kind of important. It so. might seem dumb, mm-hmm. but, it, but it, is a, it is a real thing. Yeah. Uh, it is a real thing to say. And, again, I, I think it highlights the real importance, you know, of us being human. Like, that, that God was a human being. You know, God wasn't an angel, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so, 
in a, in a, I think one of the saints said, in a certain sense, it's almost like the angels are jealous of us. I was going to say, or there might be a scripture too that angels, yeah, there, envy there's kind certain, of what in a we certain have. envy, not in a sinful way, obviously, but like, right. but there's a, like almost like a like they look upon us with like an honor, mm-hmm. you know, that like, yeah, wow, like you you have taken on the, you know, God has taken on took on your form, you know, and not ours, and and we're kind of. Looking at them with honor, going, "Wow, wish I had wings. I could fly to work. I didn't have to." <laughs> wish I could fly traffic. away from all this garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, but no, no. So there's a real importance and beauty of, of being a human being. Mm-hmm. So, so just to just to kind of say something about that. But yeah, I mean, we're not angels, but how are we being called to be angelic, being messengers of God's love and truth and and healing for people? Again, like we talked in the last podcast about. Praying with people, right? That's mm-hmm. kind of an angelic activity, if you will. That yep. we're entering into that spiritual realm uh, and 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 bringing our faith uh, and inviting God into that. So that's it's a good thing. You have any favorite angel songs? <laughs> I can only think of the Sarah McLaughlin song. That's what I. That's In the arms of an angel. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think Gabriel's message. We I was gonna sing it for Mass the other day, but it's a it's technically a an Advent song. So I don't know that one. I know Alabama yeah. had one, Angels Among Us, mm. and Amy Grant had one called um, Angels Watching Over Me. So those are two really good angel songs. If you need, there you go to pray and listen mm-hmm. to a couple of tunes. They're all kind of old, but yeah, so am I. Old, old, old can be good. <laughs> You can probably find them on YouTube for free. So indeed. All right. There's a little bit about angels. Um, yeah. Maybe think about where has where has God worked in my life through an angel in my life, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe we can reflect upon that today. Maybe find an angel song and and talk to someone about God's goodness, right? Yeah. Or share an angel story with us. There you go. Great. There you go. All right. Let's pray. In the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Good and gracious God, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of this day, the gift of our lives, the gift of the angels, Michael, uh, Gabriel, and Raphael, particularly as we celebrate uh, our feast uh, here at St. Uh, Gabriel's this weekend. We ask you to be with us, continue to provide us all that we, that we need uh, in our lives, that we may remain safe, we may, may remain holy, may remain uh, constantly committed and devoted to living holiness in our lives so that we can be with you in heaven one day with all the angels and saints. We ask this all in your name. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, everybody, have a great week. Enjoy. And um, may the angels watch over you. There you go. All righty. God bless. <laughs>